Day four without sports, my boy. Day man, four. It's crazy without out here, sports, bro. man. I mean, got me watching movies, yeah. a little horror, a little romance, a little thriller. Yeah, it, it, it's it's. <laughs> And it just this time last week, man, we were somewhere just going berserk with the Clippers and the Lakers, man. And now a week later, you know, we're just trying to figure out what to do with ourselves. Exactly. All right. But uh, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of the Sports Desk, the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. I'm your man's one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists. And this is your man Black. I'm we back for another episode. I guess Black got distracted uh about something and forgot to jump in behind his homeboy. But uh we're gonna play our drop and uh let him get the following announcement has been paid for by the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Are you straight? You got your, you know, everything Yeah, right. man, I'm straight, man. I just seen something, man, kind of. Okay. Caught my attention real quick. But I'm good, bro. I'm ready to go, man. Ready to go. Hey guys. New Sports Desk. Hey, bro, you listening to the Sports Desk? Yes, sir, you are listening to the Sports Desk, man. So we're back for episode 47. Episode 47 of the Sports Desk, man. Um, the, the coronavirus, man, has really <laughs> shut it down, man. Just really shut it down. But hey, we're still gonna, you know, give our best, man, and give you guys a great listen today. Um, we're gonna cover uh, quite a few things, actually. Of course, we're gonna talk about you know the, the corona uh pandemic i believe that's what they're calling it what is what it's done to the sports world but we also want to give our thoughts and prayers to everybody being affected uh by what's going on and guys stay safe out there you know wash your hands uh keep distance try to not be around a large group of people um until we can get this thing under control man so we're by any means no experts but uh to me it's common sense all right so you know hopefully everybody's out there trying to do the right thing. And yeah, man, like like you just said, man, just keep your hands clean. Even even the ones with little kids, man, keep the kids' hands clean, man. Don't let them touch everything when you're outside of the home, man. Just, you know, be very, uh, you know, be very observant of everything the little kids are doing, man, because you got to keep them hands clean and, you know, keep everybody protected from, from this crazy coronavirus that's going around. New sports Yes. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get into some sports, man. Today, today we're going to talk a few things, man. Of course, we're going to get into our top five. Um, you know, we got a good one this week. A little, a little different pace for the top five, but it still should be good. Uh, we're going to get into, of course, our sound of the week. We're going to talk about, again, what the coronavirus has done in the world of sports. We're going to go from the NBA, and then we're going to go into the NFL. A little bit more busier, current, up-to-date things going in the NFL. You know, we got the uh, free agency starts tomorrow, Monday. We're recording on a Sunday on the 15th. Uh, but we already got one major announcement uh, on the deal, and we got a trade, and we're gonna give another a uh, 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 another state of the union with the Jaguars. Has some movement today <laughs> with the Jags, um, and we're gonna talk the new CBA deal. It has been passed. 
Very interesting situation with the NFL there. We're going to go talk about that. We're going to talk a little UFC. We're going to talk a little WWE. And then, man, we're going to get out of here, man. So today might not be your traditional uh, long show. Uh, me and Black are, you know, trying to come up with some new things for y'all. Um, some great debates and stuff like that, you know, until we could get our sports back. You know what I'm saying? But um, it still should be fun. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. All right, man. So we're going to go. Let's see here. How do we do it? We're going to get into our sound of the week. And um, ever since the late, great, the iconic uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, uh, passed away um, back in January, you know, a lot of stories have been coming out about Kobe. Um, a lot of a lot of funny, just hilarious stories of just how Kobe Bryant was. And uh, Iman Shumpert, uh, NBA veteran, you know, he had came out with a story when he was with the Knicks. I think a lot of people probably have already seen this, but I just enjoyed it so much, man. I just want to play it so we can make sure everybody. Uh, here's uh, this sound from Iman talking about uh, the Mamba. In the garden, which I can't remember how much he had, but I know I had multiple steals against him to where in the game, all, in my head, all I'm thinking of is when I have this conversation with my brother after the game, how I'm going to tell him how I stole a ball from Kobe, how I stripped Kobe before he was going to take a shot, how I drove by Kobe and got a dunk. Like, I'm thinking about all these things in my head. I'm like, so geek. The fourth quarter start. <laughs> Wait, you were already celebrating? Not celebrating. In just, your head, though, you were already like, in my head, I'm just thinking. To tell. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just thinking, like, gee, I real, like, I was having that out of body experience. Like, yes. like, like, let me just, appreciate this is amazing. Right. We in the garden, they going crazy. I got my player editions on. I just stole that thing <laughs> from Kobe. Like, you know what I mean? Lynn Sanity was going on. Like, Wait, was just, this the Friday night game in the garden, the Lynn Sanity game? Remember. It might have been. But the, the one that. No, 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 it wasn't that. It, I honestly can't. Because Kobe went for Kobe went for thirty four that night. In the, this is what I'm explaining. And he went off in the fourth quarter. This is what I'm explaining. Oh, okay. <laughs> fourth quarter starts, <laughs> and Kobe said, "You had a great game." <laughs> oh my god. Say, yo, you, you had a great game, young fella. But I'm looking like, bro, There's still another quarter. I'm look. I swear, I looked at the clock like. But I'm looking like, it's 12 minutes. What you talking about? <laughs> like, what you, what was that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't said nothing the whole game. I've been talking shit. I done stole the ball. I'm hyped as hell. It's Kobe Bryant. He ain't said not one word to me. Great game, young fella. <laughs> you know, locked in. The man come down. You remember he came, shot fake, shot fake, threw it off the glass, caught it, threw it to the corner. I'm like, bro, what you on? <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, you've been regular all game. <laughs> shot. Get to the spot. Shot fake. Spin, pivot over here. Spin back on the foot. Drop it off the glass. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Then he pulled up from like 35 feet on some Steph Curry shit before yep. Steph was doing that. He pulled up and laced it. I'm like, they called a timeout. Dan Tony looking at me. I'm like, bro, I ain't. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I guard everything, bro. I ain't. Nah, bro, I guarded the first two moves. He ain't supposed to. Right, right, right. So, yeah, that was uh, Iman Shumpton, man, uh, giving his uh, Kobe Bryant story, man. It, it's always good to hear him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's starting to come out with him, you know, despite, of course, the circumstances. But uh, shout out Iman, man, for, for opening up and, you know, giving us a story that we probably, you know, would never hear. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Besides and it's, it's, it's always good, man, to hear some of the athletes come out, man, and tell their little Kobe stories, man. Right. It's, it's, it's always 
dope to hear uh, how COVID talked to them, stuff that we don't get to hear right. when we watching the game, man. So to get that little behind the scenes and what was going on on the court, right. it's always special, man, to hear about how Kobe was, you know, facts. on the court. Facts, facts. Facts. All right, man. So we're gonna get into our top five, man. And um, again, you know, this is a, a, a popular segment here on the sports desk. But before we do that, man, let's do what we need to do. All right, man. So welcome to this week's uh, top five. All right, man. Black's top five. So uh, last week, man, we had uh, our favorite point guards. All right. NBA point guards. And uh, we had some participation. Shout out to my man Smooth out there. He said number one from him was John Stockton. Number two, Baron Davis with all caps and exclamation points. Uh, Magic Johnson. Steph Curry and Jason Kidd round up Smooth's top five. Uh, got my guy Curtis Fuller, all right, giving his five. Number five was Jason Kidd. Number four was Allen Iverson. Number three was Isaiah Thomas. Number two was Magic Johnson. And, he, oh, excuse me, number one was Magic. Two was Steph. Three was Isaiah. Four was Allen Iverson. And five was Jason Kidd. So, shout out to Curtis Fuller. And um, that's pretty much all we're going to run through today. All right. So um, that was our top five uh, from last week. So Black, we're going to get into our top five for this week, man. And, and I know this is dear to my boy Black's heart, man. <laughs> so we're going to give our top five boxers of all time. The, the ones we enjoyed, the ones we're fan favorites of. So Black, let's kick it off, man. Shoot us your top five boxers of all time. Yeah, man, I'm excited about this one, man. This boxing one, man. This is it was it it was wasn't really difficult for me because I love boxing so much, but you know, but here we go. We're gonna get into it. At number five, I got Roy Jones Jr. Man, he to to me, he's the one that started the swag in boxing for uh, African American boxers, man. Okay. Like he came out with the swag. He was rapping uh-huh. and boxing all in the same day, a concert and a boxing match all in the same day. So, and he was he was tough, man. He was one of the best. And then at number four, I got Manny Pacquiao. You, you, okay. This guy is what a champ in eight different weight classes. Like mm-hmm. that's crazy, man. Come up where he came from, man. And then I got the powerful Iron Mike Tyson, you know, one of the great heavyweights, American heavyweights of all time. Right. So, you know, uh, he always, when we was coming up, we always got to see Mike. And when, when pay-per-view wasn't, he, he rescinded pay-per-view like to a whole nother platform when he was on the scene and when he was boxing, like you had to have the Mike Tyson pay-per-view, you know, when he was fighting. Then at number two, Bernard Hopkins, the executioner. Wow, that's you shocking, know, man. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. You, know, you, you've know, been knowing that's him, my guy. Two? Him hmm. number two. Man, yeah, this my guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Feel and him, so, and so, yeah, man. This, this my guy. I always like Bernard Hopkins, man. From his, from his, from his struggles, man, of being locked up and then getting out, and yep. you know, having a boxing career and back and forth with Floyd Mayweather and them fighting early in his career until the later on in their career, but him just being. Him defying father time, defeating father time, and taking on these young guys and beating them. And then at number one, uh, I'm not too fond of this guy, but you got to respect it. 
Mr. Money, Mr. Floyd Mayweather. You know, the greatest boxer of all time in my eyes. Ooh. He's undefeated. He's done it all. You know, what can you, what can you not say about Floyd Mayweather? There's nothing you can say. He's he's the best in boxing. He's the he's where everybody wants to be in boxing now. You know, so he, I got Floyd Mayweather number one. Oh, that's interesting, man. I knew coming up you was a big executioner fan, a big Bernard Hopkins fan. So I, I yeah. knew for sure he would be number one, but I guess Floyd just got that respect from your mind. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. All right. Come on now. <laughs> so um, get my top five real quick. Number five, he just kind of really got into my top five. I really love this guy. Canelo Saul. Wow. I knew I knew he was gonna I be there. <laughs> I knew he was gonna be I in there. I love Canelo. <laughs> I love Canelo, man. He that's my guy, man. He's so entertaining to watch, man. Very dominant, very great boxer, man. Representing Mexico to the fullest, man. Number four, man, Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm, you know, my pops. My pops watched a lot of Sugar Ray when I was growing up, man. And, and I was always told, hey, if you're going to be a fighter, you want to be like him. You know, he was shuffling them feet, jucking and jiving the afro like it stayed in place. You know what I'm saying? Sugar Ray Leonard, number four. Number three, uh, probably the baddest man to ever live for probably about a 10-year span, uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> I mean, he was the most feared, the most dominant, respected boxer in the sport for a long, long time, man. And, and, and just saying his name probably almost gives you chills uh, <laughs> when you talk about it. And even at the age he is today, he is still something to be reckoned with, man. So Iron Mike Tyson, number three. And number two, the greatest. Float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. I never saw a Muhammad Ali fight in person, but all the footage that we have of him from his from his in ring uh, 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 genius to him on the microphone. Uh, I'm going to have to kind of double back on you, black. Muhammad Ali brought swag. You know, before Roy Jones, before okay. Floyd Mayweather, you know, before all these guys, you know, Muhammad Ali is the standard. He's the GOAT. To me, he's the greatest boxer of all time. But the reason he's not number one for me, because I never, like, saw him live. But number one is, of course, I'm rocking with you, Money May. Paper all day. Billionaire, millionaire Floyd. You know, a magician, the greatest defensive fighter we ever seen. You put him in front of him, he knocked it down. You know, I think he was 51 and 0 or something like that. Never lost. You know, never lost. You know, made it look easy a bunch of nights. Whether you like him or you hate him, the one thing for sure and the one thing is for certain, undefeated, no losses, made a lot of money, and had a lot of belts. So number one is Floyd Money Mayweather. The big ticket. Yes, sir. So <laughs> if anybody, you know, you guys want to give your input on your on, on your favorite boxes, man, give your top five on your favorite box, boxes, please do so. You know, you can text us for those who don't have social media smooth, or you can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Instagram and uh, kind of let us know who you're rocking with uh, in the sports world. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and keep the show rolling, man. We're going to get into uh, our tweet of the week, man. And and with this 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 whole thing going on, man, it's um just a lot of, you know, a lot of people are just spazzing out. And and this week, Black, I, 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 I couldn't single in on just one or two uh, tweets, man. I mean, it was just so many, but everyone is saying the same things. You know, from, um, you know, what game I'm going to play today? Uh, how many more movies can I watch? And then I, I was like, bro, it's only been three days. Today has only been four days. But it's funny to see, like, John Morant and Paul George and, and, and everybody just got their gaming headsets on trying to waste time. 
Um, so everyone's just saying the same thing, you know, just over and over again, whether you're a professional athlete or you're just a fan of sports, like we are missing basketball. We are missing uh, the NCAA tournament. We're missing it all, man. Like we want it back. We want it back now, you know, and, and um, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get back to tweeting about sports. Hopefully we can come in here and, and give you some real uh, sports tweets, but everyone's <laughs> just saying the same thing. I, uh, Paul George was being funny, but he sent out a tweet. He was like, man, I just learned my, my girlfriend's middle name and I've been with her like six years or something like that because he just been so locked in the sports, man. So that, that was quite funny, man. So like I said, I don't have a, a pinpointed tweet, you know, because the whole world just been saying the same thing. Hey, give us back all sports. But of course, uh, under the right circumstances. Uh, shout out Twister, shout out Kanye. Uh, you can get Overnight Celebrity Apples, iTunes, titles, all that, man. Y'all go ahead and check that out. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and keep rolling and rolling and rolling with the show. Um, so like we said, to state, like we stated earlier, um, everyone knows what's going on. All right. The coronavirus has really shell shocked everyone and kind of shaken up sports in and, and, and all fields, man, from... Um, Black, I want to kick, I guess, kick off with just the, the immediate uh, responses that you had when all these this news broke. And let's start off where it kicked off in the NBA. Um, I was just, you know, I'm just going to paint the picture. I think this is Wednesday night. I think it was Mavericks and um, man, who were the Mavs playing? I don't remember who the Maver- Mavericks were playing. They were playing. Uh, wasn't San Antonio? It wasn't San Antonio. Wasn't San, Tan- San Antonio? I can't remember who the Mavs were playing. Dang, that's crazy. Um. It might have been San Antonio. I think it was. Yeah, you might be right. You might San be Antonio? right. Was they playing at home, right? The Mavs was, were at home. Yes. No, 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 no. It was Utah. It was Utah, wasn't it? No, wasn't Utah was playing Utah? OKC. Utah was oh, playing OKC. Was playing? I'm I know right what now. game you're talking about, man. Yeah, it was on ESPN. It yeah. was on ESPN. So it was. I'm trying to find a team. We just been so out of it. So what we got? Uh, it was a Dallas Mavericks, and y'all bear with us for one second. Your boys is usually on it. But we ain't on it today. So it was the Mavericks and the Nuggets. Oh, okay. Okay. On ESPN, okay. which was Wednesday night. Yeah. So, Black, uh, where were you? How did you find out the news, the breaking news that Commissioner Silver, Adam Silver, has suspended the season indefinitely due to what was going on? Like, how did that make you feel? Man, I was, I actually, I actually watched some of that game and, and I was, uh, I actually was looking at, uh, they were showing Mark Cuban looking at the phone like, <laughs> wow, you know what I'm saying? I was like, dang, like this, this is really happening. Like yeah. I was, I was saying in my, I was saying in my mom, like, boy, this coronavirus got people spooked for real. It got, they got the world of sports spooked, got the whole world spooked, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I feel, that's when I kind of feel like if they cancer in, you know, basketball and golf and they can they 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 canceled the players championship here in Jacksonville. Yep. Like uh that's a that's a big deal for Jacksonville. They they canceled that and to see all these big events that's getting canceled, that's how you know it was starting to get a little serious, but I was kind of like, man, like what are we going to do without <laughs> without sports right. like cuz basically you hear coronavirus everywhere, social media, TV, corona coronavirus this, coronavirus that like right. It's crazy, man. Like, I was with my homeboy yesterday. He came over and we was really enjoying the UFC card that was on TV with mm-hmm. no crowd. Like, yep. we was locked into it. So first sporting event we had since Wednesday. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, yeah. you just need a little something, and then to see the TV 
to see like NBA Network, NFL Network, yeah. Fox Sports One. They're showing all different type of replays from boxing to NBA from NFL. Like yeah. it's been crazy, man, to see what all's been going on because of this coronavirus, man. But my first initial uh I was shocked, man, that they that yeah. they canceled basketball. I was like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, same here, man. I was pretty much, you know. Hold on a minute, player. You know, I, I, <laughs> I had just got home from work. You know, I'm, I'm walking in the house, and I see what's on TV, and I'm like, okay, we got the Mavs and the Nuggets. It should be a pretty interesting game. I'm just going about my night as I normally do, man. And then out of nowhere, Scott Van Pelt from ESPN just interrupts the broadcast. And I'm like, what is Scott Van Pelt doing? You know, and then he's kind of like, kind of like lost for words almost. Like, and he's looking at the paper and I'm looking at him. I'm like, man, has like, no, something crazy done happened. And then he comes out and says, you know, the, the NBA season has been suspended indefinitely. And I'm like, suspended? I'm like, for what? And then right behind that, they go and say, you know, Gobert, Rudy Gobert had tested positive, you know, for the virus. And I was like, whoa. You know, and I was like, this is. This is the first like direct impact, you know, this virus has had just in my world, you know, because I'm a big sports fan. Of course, it's happened all over the globe and I'm not being insensitive by any means. But it's like when you're watching Scott Van Pelt telling us that the season is suspended and Rudy Gobert has the virus. And not only that, the Thunder and the Jazz and the uh, and the Jazz are quarantined in the locker rooms in the city and they've cleared the arena. So everything stops for me. Like I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. I'm not even changed out of my work clothes. None. I'm just sitting there like, yo, mm. what's going on? You know, and as you know, uh, Woj gets on the TV and, and Scott Van Pelt, Woj is just kind of breaking down everything that's happening. Man, I was like, man, like this is like, this is like real. Like this is impacting the season. We're only 15 games or so away from the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like from mm -hmm. the playoffs, bro. And y'all suspending the season. So, of course, as more information gets out there, you're just kind of like scratching your head. And then I'm like, okay, well, they're going to let Dallas and, uh, and San Antonio finish out the game. I said, at least I'm going to stay up. This might be the last basketball game I get with, with the Pelicans and the Kings. Like, I'm staying up for this. Like, this might be the last competitive game we see for a long time. And the NBA was like, nah, that's canceled too. I was like, what? <laughs> so now I'm in here watching the Food Network, watching, watching Diners, Dives, and Drives with my guy Guy Fiore. <laughs> Trying to cook cook up and trying to see what's out there, you know. And I'm like, man, this is wild, bro. So I think just a, a, a unexpected, just knock off your feet kind of moment, you know. Mm -hmm. what I'm saying when the NBA had uh, you know, postponed this season. And um, let's go into the other sports, man. That's been postponed. Black today is Selection Sunday. Today the NCAA tournament was supposed to be announced. We were supposed to get the field of 64. We were supposed to, you know, get all this information. Really an, really an exciting time for most sports fans. You know, college basketball is not what it used to be. But one thing remains. When it's tournament time, the nation's locked in. Oh, yeah. Tournament this, brackets, everything, man. So this how is you when, feeling? This is when, this is the time right here when college basketball is at the forefront. Or everything. Yeah, everything. Sports. Everything. Because this is the time of year. Everybody, no one may watch, may not watch college basketball all year. But best believe in March, you got a conference tournaments, and then you have the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. So the whole world is locked in. And to not have this, for them to cancel it, cancel it in this entirety, like, yep. that was, I was like, wow. That, to me, that was bigger than NBA. Because that tournament is like... It's everything for college basketball. So that I was blown away when they canceled that. But like to see what they're doing with the back and forth and 
with uh NCAA and then it was some games in 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 that were happening when this hit and they stopped those games. I can remember getting ready to watch Florida State versus Clemson and those guys was getting ready to tip and that game got canceled. Yep. Before before they could even tip, so yep. it was crazy that all this is going on, especially with the NCAA man and, and the things they are doing. But uh, I think they was doing something with maybe not with basketball, but the sports that happened in June and July, like the college uh, World Series. They, I think they're going to take that off and let those guys have their, you know, their uh, NCAA tournament with the college World Series because it's so far out in July and August, something right. like that. Yeah, I mean, just a few days before everything got canceled or suspended, they were saying that we were going to get games without no fans, like just essential personnel and uh, essential media. Like, you know, the media was barred from the uh, the locker rooms and, and NBA and all college sports. And the very next day, I'm, I'm sitting at work talking to my boy Charles, man, and we're kind of like, man, it's going to be interesting to see these games being played without any fans. That was weird enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then when they come out literally, like literally maybe an hour or two later after I talked to Charles, like I get to the house and now everything is off. <laughs> like, crazy, like, like man. I was like, man, like what? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. Yeah, like <laughs> it, 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 it was just wild to see, man. So like Black said, like we're in Jacksonville, Florida. The Players' Championship is supposed to be taking the place, like, really right now. I think today will be, what, the um, the final day of the tournament today yeah, on today Sunday? And the they, they, they did away with it, too. And, and, and we're saying this because we're just in disbelief and upset. But, again, like, this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, all in all, this is the right thing to do. Now, unless you're Dana White or Vince McMahon, who are trying to hold firm, <laughs> especially Vinnie Mac. You know what I'm saying? Vinnie Mac ain't canceled nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, he done moved, you know, Raw and SmackDown over uh, to the Performance Center. We'll get into that later. But WrestleMania has not been canceled yet. It is scheduled to go down on April 5th and have 70,000 people in Tampa, Florida. And And the governor in Tampa is like, hey, like, we're giving Vince and the WWE a chance to go ahead and and do what they need to do. But if they don't, you know, most likely we're going to end up canceling uh, this event. But we're going to talk about that a little later. But I think all in all, everyone was just kind of like, man, like, what are we doing? You know, what's going on, you know, in our country, you know, with our sports. So just just real shell shot over the situation. Um, and like Black said, yesterday, me and Black was kicking it yesterday. And, and thank goodness we did have a sporting event. You know, we had the <laughs> UFC on ESPN in, in, in a pretty decent car. But me and Black just kept saying, watch it. Like, man, look, it, it ain't nobody there. We hear echoes. The from, loud. You hit all the punches. Yeah. It's, it was everything. crazy. <laughs> the, announce, the announcer's voices echoing through the arena. And I shout out Michael Biz being the count. After one of the fights, he was like, "Give him, make some noise, everybody!" It was nobody in the, in the <laughs> arena because you know that's how weird it was, man. But shout out to Dana White for still being able to put on that card over there in Brazil, man. You know we was able to get something, and me and Black, we usually don't watch all of the prelims. Like we'll probably catch like the maybe like the the main event prelim or the one before that before we get the main event. So man, I was at my doghouse at three o'clock. <laughs> For the prelims, and then we riding it out up to the main event, man. So that's how much we was looking forward to some live action. So this thing has really taken a hold, man, and kind of, kind of, you know, shooken things up. But you know, the NBA, uh, we're gonna transition, you know, right into uh, the NBA, right out of the uh, everything that's happening 
uh, with the coronavirus. Man, so we're going to transition into the basketball, the National Basketball Association, man. So let's get into this 30-day su- suspension of the season. And why I say 30 days, because that's what Adam Silver came out and said uh, on TNT on Thursday. Adam Silver says for at least 30 days, you know, minimum, you know, the season will be suspended. And Black, I just want to kind of ask you, man, do you think the NBA will be back? Do you think the season will start back up? Just your gut feeling. Do you think we'll get NBA basketball uh, again this season? Man, I I believe we will get it back, but man, I'm like kind of skeptical about about it now because all this that's going on, man. Like I know we got 30 days. Like mm-hmm. is something different going to happen in 30 days? That that's what we're hoping for here. Yeah, you know, much. Uh, what if what if nothing changes? You know, we won't then, get basketball. We, then we won't get no basketball. No. So I want basketball to be back. I hope it's back. Um. Like I was telling you yesterday when we was talking, like my concern is how they're going to go through with the season. Like yeah. they're going to, and you was we were saying how they're going to. It may go all the way to July, August, probably something like Possibly. that. Like it could it could be stretched out because these the rest of these 15, 15 games that are left on this schedule has to be played because it was too much closeness in these in this con in in the Western Conference and sure. in the Eastern Conference. So it's games that still have to be played. So they're gonna have to play those games out and then have a whole playoff that could last all the way to July or even into August. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I I hope we get it back, but if we don't, that would be a real blow to to fans and everybody. But I know uh healthy is first. I mean uh Health and everybody being safe is first priority. Facts, for sure it is. I mean, if we don't get the season back, I mean, I'm pretty much, you know. Are you kidding, bruh? You know, like, 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 are you kidding if we don't get it back? Like, let's not forget now. Let's not forget, you know, what we repping here. LeBron James. LeBron James. Like, let's not forget, you know, what we got going on at the sports desk, sir. Home of the greatest franchise in sports. Yeah. The LA Lakers. Mm-hmm. And the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the King. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Lakers, let's do it. Yeah, so you know, I, I went on Twitter and put and signed a petition. Like the Lakers are the champions. If we don't get the season back, <laughs> hand over the trophy. Hey. Like, I, I tweeted out the photo with LeBron holding the trophy in the, in the Laker uniform. Like, hand it over. Bro, you want to know something, man, what yeah. I was thinking about? Like, I was like, man, my boy LeBron can't catch a break, man. Nope. Like, nope. if it's not for playing for playing the Warriors with KD or dealing with the Spurs when they were good, like, when he, he's at a point right now where everything's rolling the way he wants to roll. And they was, I believe the Lakers are going to roll into the playoffs hot. But now this, you yep. know, and then you got to worry about. And like, uh, who said it? Uh, Matt Barnes said it today. I seen something he said. He said that 
look at all this time that the NBA players are getting. They're going yeah. to get healthy. He said, when we do get it back, this might be the best playoffs we've ever had Everybody healthy. in the history of the game because everyone is going to be healthy and everybody going to be it. able to give it they all and rest it. Like yeah. He was like, we going we, we to potentially get some of the best last 15 games and the playoffs that's going to be the best basketball that we have seen. Hopefully, Black. You know, for me, it's kind of like, you know... <laughs> You know, I hope it is 30 days. I hope, you know, our country can get this under control where even if even if we're getting basketball games, man, and the fans can't be there. Like, even, I'll take that. Like, at least let's get the games back up and going. And, and, and again, you're going to hit us a lot on this episode of Sports Desk. We want our sports back. They've been taken due to serious issues, and we get that. But we don't want y'all to, understand, you know, get it misunderstood. We understand what's happening, you know, in our country and in the world. But we're going to talk about these sports because we want them. And hand it over. If y'all don't bring the season back, mail the Larry O'Brien trophy to LeBron James. <laughs> like, mail it over to him, man. That's just how I feel about it, man. But I think it's going to be back. I think the NBA is going to be back. Um, and I think it's going to be back in 30 days, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of money that's going to be lost if this season is canceled. Like the NBA, they can't go without a champion. You know, I don't care when they kick the season back off. It could be in April. It could be in May. The playoffs can run through July. I don't care how long it takes. What you, what you, what you said yesterday, all the way, it can go all the way to football yeah, season. Yeah, it can go all the way to football. Fo- <laughs> right. If this going to be our off season right here and basketball and NFL and all that just going to carry on and then we're not going to get a, a, a we're going to go into the Olympics and the NBA right back. Oh, cool. Like, I'm cool with it, you know, but I, I do think the NBA you know, we'll be back, you know? And when it comes back, like Black said, you know, coming off Matt Barnes, like, everybody's going to be healthy. Everybody's going to be resting. And you can you can bet your bottom dollar, these boys are working. LeBron put out a video yesterday with his sons at the Laker facility, like, putting in shots, working. Sergi Baca created this home gym in his home where he's staying in shape. He's staying ready because these guys, they understand like we understand. Like, the real sports fans are saying, bro, like, everyone's getting healthy. Like, PG's getting healthy. Like, Anthony Davis got a chance to heal up. Like, everyone around the league is getting right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, once the season kicks back in, however they're going to do it, and we know there's going to be a lot to sort out and separate. We know that. Like, where do you pick up the games? A certain game is going to be canceled. Like, are we going to go straight into the playoffs? Like, we understand, like, something's going to have to take place with all this time that is being lost, man. So, we'll just see, you know, exactly how it goes. But I want to shout out some of the players in the league, too, man. Um, and kind of call out some of these owners, you know, not Mark Cuban, not the Lakers, like these players like Zion Williamson, who was 19 years old. He's a new millionaire. He is a new millionaire and he is paying the salaries for the New Orleans Pelican staff. And in these 30 days while the NBA is suspended, like Kevin Love has donated money. Uh, Rudy Gobert has donated money. Like a lot of players have donated, you know, to, to, to help out the hourly associates. Greek who, free. Yeah. Greek free. Who's work. Who's these hourly associates who are working, you know, at, at, with these franchises. And I'm like, man, that's cool. Like I respect that round of applause for these players, but what is billionaire owners at? <laughs> what are you at? I ain't heard nobody come up, but Mark Cuban was the first one to say it. Like the night the season got suspended, he said, we're going to make sure this happened. The Lakers put out a statement saying we're paying for all of that for our assault. Like, Dan Gilbert, where you at for the Cavs? Like, <laughs> like, 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 where the other owners at? Michael Jordan, where you at the for the Pelicans, Charlotte Hornets? The Pelican owners, owners where yeah. are you at? Where, where are y'all You got at? this 19-year-old kid holding this on, letting him yeah. do this, yeah. man. Like, come on, man. And these are y'all employees, and y'all not going to hold down? And, and, you know, maybe they, 
I give a little bit benefit of the doubt. Maybe they are doing it and just haven't announced it. But why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you? But hopefully some of these more billionaire owners step up to the plate and, 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 and let these guys know. Like, hopefully the Pelicans are going to be like, hey, Zion, good looking out. Like, hey, man, like, that's real big of you. So much respect. But we got it, man. Like, we got it. You can go ahead and, you know, take your money. Let's donate to a charity or something like that. Yeah, Somebody yeah. Really need it. So, yeah, billionaire owners, like, step up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all step up to the plate, man, and yeah, stop yeah. letting these guys in the NBA, man, yeah. uh, do the job that y'all need to be doing. Ooh. Bruh, listen to me right now. Yes, sir. So we're going to transition, man, into hopefully this is not a farewell. Hopefully it's not. This is not the moment that we have to take to show our respect for Vince Carter, man. Hopefully this is not how we're going to do it. You know, but just in case if it is, you know, if Vince Carter played his last basketball game on Wednesday night, and how eerie is it now that he came into the game after the season was suspended? I think the, the head coach of the Hawks said, you know, Vince wasn't even going to play, you know, anymore in that fourth quarter. I believe the Hawks were losing. Mm-hmm. And then once the announcement made, the coach was like, oh, Vince, you got to get in, man. Like, this is what's going on. Vince gets in, nails the three. You know, the crowd shows love. All the players show love. And if this is the last time we'll see Vince Carter black, just what are your, just, I know it's, on the spot, spur of the moment. But what are your initial thoughts about Vince Carter and what he was he what he's done and what he did for the game of basketball, man? Man, um, this one word, man, he's a class act, man. He's a class act, man. Like the guy changed. Like I feel like he changed Duncan for basketball <laughs> for yeah. NBA. Like I don't know if you know many people follow him when he was at North Carolina, but he was a high riser when he was in North Carolina, man. Like mm-hmm. and he just brung that to the NBA, man. Like he, he brought he the dunk contest was boring before he did it in two thousand, man, and he brought some some excitement back to the dunk contest, and not even that, just the competitor competitor he it was on the floor for the Raptors for all those years, man, battling it out with AI and uh, Eastern Conference Finals, man, just the just 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 his career overall, man, and just how like a, once again a class act, man. Like he's gonna be he's gonna be missed, man. Like I say, you can he's gonna be missed. Like you're gonna miss, you know, we miss Kobe. I could put him up there with D Wade being missed. He's gonna be right there, man, because this guy has done a lot for this league, and you know, doing it to, doing it the right way. So you know, shout out to Vince Carter if this is it, man. We appreciate everything. All the great moments, all the dunk contests, all the competitiveness uh, that you have shown for, t- towards the NBA. Like, man, you're going to be missed if this is it. But if it's not it, if it's not it, we're hoping this is not it. We're going to enjoy you until it's over, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, for me, man, you know, Vince came out of nowhere for me when he came into the NBA. Like, I remember glimpse of him, glimpses of him in North Carolina, and, and I just thought he was a... Uh, athletic wing player, you know, who can get you some fast break dunks, you know, and, and that was really it. Like, but when he came into the league and his situation was like perfect, like going into Toronto, that brand new organization, you know, where he, you know, literally became the heart and soul of the Raptors. Like he was the superstar right away for the Raptors. He instantly became the best player for the Raptors and that country in Canada. Like, if he would have went to any other team, I don't know how Vince Carter's career would have played out to start with. Mm-hmm. But he had a unique situation in Toronto. And we seen from the beginning, like, oh, his athleticism is above the rest. You know, he was the most athletic player in the NBA right away. He was more <laughs> athletic than Kobe. He was more, more athletic than Jordan was still in the league. Like, he was more athletic than everyone. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude was a real freak of nature. You see what I'm saying? And then, of course, everything gets going with the basketball career, and then he enters that dunk contest. You know, people have been clamoring for a classic dunk contest, like Dominique and Michael and Spud Webb and all these guys. Like, people have been, and we hadn't been getting that. We'll get, like, a good dunker here and there. But not just Vince Carter. Like, he upped the ante against everyone who was in that dunk contest. Yes, he did. Everyone had to bring it in that dunk contest. It just so happened that Vince Carter was just above them. <laughs> you know, and we saw that right away, man. He was just so graceful and powerful and just doing things we had never seen. And boom, like, there it went. A superstar, like, just shot into the sky. When I say superstar, I'm not talking about just on the floor. I'm talking about marketable with Nike and, 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 and ESPN. Like, you've seen Vince Carter everywhere. Like, he was a superstar in the NBA, a global ambassador for the game. And this is just with the Raptors. Vince Carter has played 21 years in the NBA, bro. This is 21st season. But one thing in particular I do remember, bro, like, him, like Black said, that Eastern Conference, it was either the finals or semifinals with, with the 76ers. And that game seven, man, with him and Allen Iverson, bro, they was duking it out. Duking. Yes, I, think, I think he had, like, 40-something. I think AI had 40-something, too. It was in Philadelphia, and they were just going back and forth, back and forth, and Vince had a chance to win the game. And it was the semifinals because they was going to send him to the conference finals, and he missed the shot. You know, mm -hmm. this shot was going to put Toronto in the conference finals, and they just never had a chance to get back until Lowry and DeRozan and those guys got there. But all in all, Vince Carter was able to transition from athletic, high-flyer, dunker, good defender to a great three-point shooter. Mm -hmm. He goes off to the New Jersey Nets, and then he goes off to the Dallas Mavericks, and one play in particular, man, I was watching, it was a playoff game. I think it was like game two or something, game three in Dallas. It was 1-1. And they swing it, Ginobili is in Vince Carter's hip pocket. And then they swing it round, and they pass it to Vince Carter. He turns around in the corner of one leg and throws up and hits that three-pointer to win the game and put the Mavs up two games to one. Like, that's just a moment from Vince I'll never forget, like shooting the three. You know what I'm saying? So um, Vince Carter's had incredible moments. You know, everyone has great things to say about him. Vince Carter's not going to be done with basketball when he retires. Like, Vince Carter's going into a front office. I can see him like an Elton Brand, like president for the 76ers. Like, he's going to continue to progress and push the game because yeah. he loves being around it. You don't mm -hmm. play 21 years in the league and, and, and just lead the game. Exactly. Like, he could have retired five years ago because right now, no, he's just really, you know, just being around the game in Atlanta and playing in Sacramento. He just like, he says, I just like being here, like being around these guys, spreading knowledge and, and teaching the game. So hopefully this is not the last time. Uh, we speak of Vince Carter. Hopefully that, you know, we'll get another moment or two from him uh, before it's all said and done. And he does get the opportunity to play those last 15 to 16 games. But here at the Sports Desk, you know, we want to salute you, Vince. Great career, great ambassador for the game. And like Black said, man, just a class act, stand-up guy. You never really heard anything bad about Vince Carter. You know, yeah. he never cheated the game. And uh, we appreciate that, man. So much love to you, Vince. And uh, we hope this ain't it. But if it is, salute, man. Salute. Loot. All right, man. So we're going to transition, man, into the National Football League. All right, man, so let's get into it. The National 
Football League. We have a bit of news. Um, this is the current. Um, we, we got current news here uh, with the NFL, man. So we had a, a couple of things take place. But we're going to start with the new uh CBA deal, man. So this broke today, all right, that NFL passes new CBA. We know it was a back and forth between the players and the owners, and it went through. I guess enough players said, yeah, this is what we want to do. So two more playoff teams will be added to this season, 2020. So we're going to get two more playoff games this year. Now, that's going to affect the seeding and everything. Now, I believe what I read, if you get the number one seed, that's the only seed that gets a bye. The number two seed is no longer a buy uh, in the NFL playoffs, if I am correct. Um, in 2021, we will go to a 17-game regular season in 2021. Also, no more NFL players will be suspended or busted on testing positive for marijuana. That is out of the door. We know the, 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 the craziness that comes along with that. Your boy, Stephen A., stay off the weed. <laughs> All right. Well, now, Stephen A., they don't have to. <laughs> they test positive. Because some of that, some, some, we helps these guys. For sure. It, has, it helps their bodies heal the way they need to heal. Yeah. Some of them treat it like a, like, well, it is medicine. They treat it like medicine for everything that they go through. So. Those are the new changes in the new CBA that is going to run for 10 years. So this new deal is a 10-year deal. We have already seen players coming out, bashing it, saying, you know, trashing it. And it's mostly veteran players. It's mostly guys who's already got their money and had success in the NFL. It's not really the rookies and the younger players who are just getting in and trying to make an impact. So, Black, let's swing it to you, man. How do you feel about the new CBA? And let's just kind of break it down. Let's start off with the playoffs. Two new teams, two more playoff games starting in 2020. As a fan, you know, what does that do for you? Man, I think that I, I think it's dope, man. I, I honestly didn't think that it was going to go, it wasn't going to go through, you know, because uh, it was so many, so many players we've seen dogging it. And I didn't think it was going to go through, but it did. But man, I, I love the, the, the whole new, new teams for, for the playoffs. And I think that uh, the players are excited about this too, being a playoff team where, uh, if you are two seed, you can get right back into action. You ain't got to worry about being off because we know in the playoffs, sometimes that that weak layoff can really mess up a team, you know. But uh, I like the fact that it's, it is the only the one seed on both sides will have to buy. Yep. Everybody from two seed on down will be playing, so there's it's like they're going to be adding another wild card game on yep. to uh to every weekend. So instead of getting instead of getting four games, we'll be getting. Instead six, we'll no, be we'll be getting instead of four games, we'll be getting six now on NFL week on, on wild card on, on wild, wild card, card week. So yeah, man, I'm excited about it, man. I love what they're doing. I love the whole passing, letting the whole marijuana thing go. I think they should have been did that. But uh, shout out to Roger Goodell on have? that man and uh, yeah. the owners and the and the players who did want this. And then let's not forget, like we were talking about before the show. These players are guaranteed more money now, so don't be surprised if we see the banks get handed out in free agency starting tomorrow because this the the money has went up uh, even more now. Yeah. I'm not sure of the numbers, but right. we could see some ridiculous contracts coming our way too for some of these players. Yeah, definitely. Like as as far as you know, the playoffs go. Like as a fan, I don't play football. I don't have to get my body ready to go out and play football uh, like every week. I don't have to go to practice. So as a fan, 
If I'm getting more games, I'm thrilled. If I'm getting more teams <laughs> given chances to make the playoffs, okay, cool. Like, we're creating more storylines in the National Football League, man. Cinderella teams, like when the New York Giants won their Super Bowl, going 9-7, and seven, and they win the Super Bowl as a six seed. Like, we're giving other teams opportunities to do such. So, like my Cowboys, who are just destined for 8-8 eight and eight every year, we definitely making the playoffs <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure now. So, you know, I think it's an interesting dynamic. I really can't wait to see how it plays out. But if we're going to get... Uh, more playoff games, like two more playoff games. I'm with it. Like, bring it on. Like, I, if I don't have to spend no money, if I don't have to leave the house to go do nothing, man, if I can just yes. sit at the crib and, and, and chill with my partners, man, and, and, and watch some football, I'm for it, man. And, and, and I think it's going to be a, a, a good look, you know, just for the league. And, of course, like Black said, you know, with that comes more money. You know, these guys are going to start getting more, more money. Now, on top of the money, their benefits will be increased as well. So the benefits will be a lot better, especially for players that are coming in. Um, that was a huge concern. The marijuana thing, you know, they won't be tested for that. Um, that's a big deal too. So I, I, I guess they're, you know, just compensating with the players. Hey, we're going to be playing two more games, but hey, we're not doing anything for the weed. And also you're getting more insurance and more benefits and stuff like that. So all of that matters. And we're going to get into all of the, intricate details of the deal but right now we don't have any we just have you know what they put out uh today all right so but let's move along into 2021 uh that's next season when we get two more games um now they they still haven't came out and said if they're going to decrease the preseason um in my opinion i don't think they're going to do that because that's lost money if they decrease the preseason but um due to the fact that we're going to get 17 games now a longer nfl season um I guess that's kind of piggybacking off the wild card weekend. How do you feel about that? Two more games you're going to be getting to see your squad. Yeah, and I think that I think the deal was if they did add two more games that they'll get rid of like a game or two of preseason. Yeah. Um, for for adding on these two regular season games, man. But I think it's a I think it's a good look, man. Um, it's it's it, we get to see more football, so. But you have two extra games added now. Two. So it'll be interesting to see what these schedules are going to look like moving forward with these two extra games and what teams could they potentially be, you know, and um, what 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 will a two-game different, how would it help a team trying to get in where they will only have, you know, one game, you know, that they would have to play to see if they were, was getting in. They may have to have an extra game. Yep. You know, not just the one play and get in. You may have another game you may have to play to get in. So yep. it's going to be interesting to see, man. But I like it, man. It's It's something new. Uh, it could be something good for the NFL, man. It's something fresh and something new. It's nothing wrong with change. I don't see nothing wrong with change. So I think it'd be a good look for the NFL, man, with this uh two games extending it uh, a little longer. Yeah, I've said it before. Like my heart goes out to the players. Like they're the ones gonna be in these car wrecks and these collisions every weekend. But at the same time, this is what they signed up for. Yeah. Like this is what their love is, their passion is. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for their health. I'm all for them being in good health even after the game. Like you see some of these, you see some footage of some of these legends who walk around, man, and, and, and they're in bad shape, man, because they played the game with just so much passion reckless. and being re- reckless and yeah. just being relentless out there. <laughs> but they love the game. Yeah, they and do. they tell and all of them say, I wouldn't trade nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's I guess I gotta lean on that. Like if you signed up and you love this game, then hey, this is this is how the sport is going to evolve. The NFL season was happening in the NBA. The NFL season. The NBA is 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 fastly fastly approaching 
trying to compete to take over football. Oh yeah. Like and I'm talking about globally. Like globally they're they're catching up to the NFL. And NFL they see that. Roger Goodell is a smart man. Like the owners are smart. They see what's happening with the NBA. And 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 you're starting to see some of the effects of that right now. But for me two more games, I get two more games to see my Cowboys. I got two more games to see the Jazz. I got two more games to see Aaron Rodgers. I got two more games to see Russell Wilson. You know, AJ, if he played AJ Green, if he played uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I got two more games to see these superstar athletes, bro. Like, put it on TV. Yeah, man. Let you, me see what's going on. And you know what on. else we get too, bro? We forgot to tell you, uh, say this. We get two more weeks of fantasy football, too, my oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We get two more good yeah. weeks, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, if this was last year, I'd have been in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, man. Good look on all the fantasy players, man. You get yeah. two extra weeks as well. Yeah, facts, man. So, I think all in all for the NFL, for the league, like, they're doing what they need to do to stay uh, ahead of the curve. You know what I'm saying? Like, Roger Goodell and the owners, they're seeing the future. And I feel the players. I feel them. I hear y'all. Yeah. But at the same time, this is the game you love. And at the same time, you're a millionaire off this game. And at the same time, not only are there, are, there, are there going to be more games now, but they're also giving you the benefits and the insurance and the money. You know what I'm saying? That comes along yeah. with this. And we always said, we always said this, you know, watching sports as much as we do. Right. We always said, man, why isn't the NFL doing what Major League Baseball is doing? Right. Why aren't they doing what the NBA is doing? Right. Why aren't they taking these deals, man, and just max giving them the giving these players who put their life on the line and uh got to deal with concussions and all this other stuff that happens to them and why are we giving them the most money and the best insurance and this move right here is is a move in the direction of where Roger Roger Goodell is trying to take the NFL. Yeah, I mean, that's all that's what I see. I just, I just see this being a future situation and a lot of the current veteran players are like, "Man, y'all really killing the future." And that remains to be seen because, you know, a lot of these vet players feel like kids are going to grow up to not want to play football anymore. They're going to want to play basketball. And that very well may be true. But do I believe that the football dynamic would just be just blown up because they're playing two more games? I don't. Like, Black Sun Marcel wants to be in National Football League. You think he cares about two more <laughs> games right now with him being a freshman in high school? Marcel does not care about that. Yeah. Like, all he sees is the end goal. Like, he would love to be in the NFL. NFL. Yep. So, I don't think it's going to be that dramatic as what some of the uh, uh, veteran players, players are saying. Now, I get it. They say, as parents, do you want to put your kid through this? Like, like I'm, to me, I'm not in agreement with that. Don't use the parent card, you know, for your kids. Like, if my son comes, do I want my son to play football or basketball? As a parent, because I love my son and I want him to be intact. Son play basketball. Yeah, of course. But if he comes to me like, hey, Pop, hey, I'm, I'm trying to hit these trenches. I'm trying to be yeah. the quarterback. Hey, let's ride then. Let's do like, it. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be there for him. I'm going to support him. Like, he's going to be educated on the game of football. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So and don't pull the card, man. And that's don't what you that. And that's good that you say that. And that's what you're supposed to do as a parent. Right. Support what your child wants to do, but educate them yeah. on what they want to do. The yeah. best, you, the, the best you, you can always educate a child and let them know, you know, this son, uh, this is what you want to do, and I'm with you. We riding, yeah. But I want you to be educated on the decision that you're making, For sure. and what are you, what are you going, to, and, and what you're going to going to be doing. Yeah, that love and that passion, you can't do. You have to respect somebody who has love and passion for something. Yeah. So I don't think the game is going to be hurt in the future because of that. All right, man. So let's transition. Let's transition. 
transition, man. We're going to have a quick update here. You guys know what that sound is? It is the Jacksonville Jaguars roar. Now, last week we had a state of the union address with our guy, Freddie Bricks, who was in the building spilling his guts. And only a week later, more news has came out of Jacksonville. Now, we already knew Yannick Ngakwe was poised to be tagged by the Jaguars, and the Jaguars officially did that today, kind of refuting the claims from Ngakwe that if you tag me, I'm not playing. I don't want to sign a long-term deal. Go ahead and trade me. The Seahawks and the Giants are interested in Ngakwe. Like, Jaguars said, you play for us, tag. But even though we are saying... Blow it up. Let's rebuild it. Even though we're doing all of that, the Jacksonville Jaguar did something crazy. That the fan favorite of the team is no longer with us. Calais Campbell was traded today. He is probably the heart and soul of the Jaguars. He is probably the most proven player on the Jaguars since he signed that contract to come here. He's probably been the most productive and durable player, not only on the field, but in the community. And he was traded today and good for him that he was traded to the Baltimore Ravens for a fifth round pick. So me for Calais, I'm happy for dog. Get the hell out of here. And you get a chance, my friend, to go play on a great team and, and have compete a cha- for a championship. Yes, absolutely. So for Calais Campbell, hey, I just want to say thank you, dog, for everything you did in the city, how you were professional, how you were upstanding, NFL man of the year. Like, Calais Campbell is the model athlete that you would hope that other players who would, would, would want to be like. But all in all, and I'm going to kick it to Black. Black, when you got that alert today about Calais Campbell, no longer being a Jaguar, and he's going out to the Baltimore Ravens. Black, how did you feel, man? Man, I was sad, man. I was sad, man, because I just, I don't know. I know what the reality is, but I just hate, man, to see these guys, especially a guy like Calais, man, coming from, uh, from following him from, from Miami to Arizona, then coming to the Jaguars, man. It's like... To see to see him as a player, and then like he said, man of the year, all the things off the field he did for uh, the community here in Jacksonville, man. I mean, showing up to different high schools and doing stuff and putting forth the best effort to help these guys in different high schools, not just in the in just not just in the inner city, everywhere. Like you know, to see him pop up at Reigns High School, Reball, wherever he may it may be, you know, to to show love and show respect to what was going on. But man, just for the Jaguars to to lose him, man, it was kind of sad. But I respect it. You know, uh, he should be somewhere where he can compete. He shouldn't be, you know, dogging himself out for the Jaguars and he have nothing to show for it. Because Jaguars are going nowhere. This is a <laughs> this is a two or three year rebuild here we're going through. So uh, it's good that they're letting these guys go. That uh, needs to be playing elsewhere, man. That could compete for something. And uh, him going to Baltimore, man, that's going to help them tremendously on that defensive line, man. Where that's what that was one of the holes they had, and they filled it. And they signed him to they signed him to an extension for a two year, twenty five something million for two years. So uh, shout out to uh, Calais, man, on getting that extension with Baltimore. But 
you're going to be missed, man. Uh, I'm okay with it now. I was a little upset earlier when I first seen her alert. I text my guy D like, is this really happening? D was like, yes, bro, it's the best. It's the right thing to do. So I was like, you yeah. know what? It is the right thing to do because we're in a rebuild. Like like Fred said last week. Full blown. Full blown. Uh, zero games. Let's let's go off uh, sunshine. You know, this is what it's about. You know, so they cleaning house. The Jacks cleaning house, man. So I'm telling all our listeners, yeah, if y'all diehard Jack Wall fans, y'all got the state of the address last week. The state of the union last week. Now we're saying it this week. Don't be shocked if you see more and more of this come tomorrow at 11.59. You will see a whole lot more. So don't be shocked if you see a whole lot of more names get cut. So, yeah, man, shout out to Calais, man, man of the year, uh, solid guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, kudos to him with the uh, on the deal with the Ravens. Yeah, no, shout out Calais Campbell, man. I know a lot of people was kind of like taken aback, you know, when that came through. But, hey, it's the right thing to do. So, hopefully the Jazz continue to bust up the roster. You know, uh, Boye was traded, Campbell was traded, and Gakwe's not going to play for the Jags this year. Uh, I don't see a scenario where he even shows up. I think he'll also be traded uh, at some point uh, in Gakwe. Hopefully the Jaguars get some picks for that. So, this, 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 is, this feels good. This feels good that the Jaguars are just dumping it all off, dumping it all, all of it, and maybe you know we'll get a chance to go one zero and sixteen, one and fifteen, and uh, get Trevor Lawrence in the Jacksonville Jaguar <laughs> uniform in twenty twenty one. So uh, definitely, uh, shout out to our guy Fred. Yeah, so so get used to that roar, man. You know, every time we talk Jaguars, we're going to play that roar. All right, so. Let's get into NFL free agency, man. Tonight. All right, we're recording on a Sunday at midnight tonight. People are free to uh, sign and go to new teams. We already have some moves today. The big deal of the day, we had Ryan Tannehill sign a four-year, $118 million deal, $62 million guaranteed uh, to stay with the uh, Tennessee Titans. And also just came down a few minutes ago. Uh, Rappaport reports that veteran safety Devin McCourty has signed a two-year, $23 million deal to stay uh, with the New England uh, Patriots, man. But let's go back to Tannehill. You know, we've been hearing it back and forth, like, pretty much since uh, the pass were eliminated from the playoffs. Well, we no, no, we was hearing it all last year that this is going to be Brady's last year uh, in New England. And and one of the teams suited was going to be the Tennessee Titans to go hook up with Mike Vrabel, his old teammate, who he won Super Bowls with. But that ain't the case. Mike <laughs> Vrabel put all the chips on the table and said, no, nah, we got our guy. The Tennessee Titans went to the AFC Championship game last year, Black. Sure did. With Ryan Tannehill, who played really well last year. He stepped in for Marcus Mariota halfway through the season and never looked back. Mm-hmm. And they played in the AFC Championship game. So, Black, four years, $118 million, $62 million guaranteed. Thank you for making it somewhere around $27, $28 in a year. Uh, what do you think about that move for Tennessee? Keep it Tannehill in place. Man, that's a, uh, that's a big deal, man. Like, uh... I got one of uh, one of my boys, one of my coworkers I work with, cool dude, man. One of my guys, Breon, he's a Titans fan, so I know he, uh, I know he's going crazy about this deal because he wanted Ryan Tannehill to resign. So um, this is a big deal, man. I was shocked by the money. I didn't think it was gonna be that much, but it's the market. So uh, he mm-hmm. got paid, man. Like shout out to Ryan Tannehill, man. This is a big deal for Tennessee. So. Uh, and, you know, they got the quarterback handled quickly. So, you know, and then we know what else is in play for them next. So, um, this, yeah, shout out to Ryan Tannehill, man, on that $62 million guaranteed, four years, 118. You know, that's a, that's a big deal for him, man. So, 
Um, I don't know what this means for Marcus Mariota since he uh got his deal. So yeah, he, he might be available on the uh free agent in the free yeah. agency market. So right. we'll see what happens, man. But shout out to uh, Ryan Tannehill on the new deal, man. Yeah, shout out Tannehill, man. I think it was a solid move, man. Like you don't want to disrupt what you have with your team. Like what Derek uh Derek Henry and 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 uh Tannehill and uh Vray Bro, everything that they got going there with that defense, like most of those guys are coming back. Like they're not going to really have too many new pieces um, on that Tennessee team this coming year, and you want to keep the quarterback who they seen. They were in the fire with this guy. They went to war with Ryan Tannehill, and Tannehill got them to the AFC title game. Like, and they were competing. You know what I'm saying? Until Kansas City just exploded. But I think this is a great move. And like I've been saying, I'm a Cowboys fan. People been saying, "Hey, man, you know, if Jerry got a chance to get Brady and bring him in, you let that go." Nah, I'm not with that. So I'm right there with Vrabel. Nah, I mean, I get it. Tom Brady is the GOAT, you know, probably the greatest player to ever play, probably the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. But you don't give up and blow up your chemistry with your team, you know, to bring in a new guy who's going to have a new way of calling things. New, You don't do that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the Titans, I do the same thing uh, that they did re-signing Tannehill to that deal. So get your money, Tannehill. Like, he did it. Like, he dealt a lot of flack in Miami, landing in Tennessee. And he's doing well, man. So shout out uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill um, on this new deal. And I got the, uh, just to give y'all a little details on Ryan Tannehill's four-year $118 million deal. In 2020, he will, he will make $20 million. In 2021, he will make $24.5 million base fully guaranteed salary. 2022, he will make $29 million base fully guaranteed uh, salary. And then in 2023, he will make twenty seven million base so that's 118 million that he will make over the four years with the titans yeah yeah crazy crazy man you, you know Tannehill put a seven position to, to, to do what he did and now he getting paid for it all right man so tom brady that's the prize free agent that's this is what the bucks and maybe the patriots and the chargers and and and, and the colts and maybe the cowboys a lot of teams are supposedly in play to bring in Tom Brady, man. He is being talked about. So, Black, I just want to get your gut feeling. Where does Tom Brady play next year? Your gut feeling, where oh. is he playing next year, Black? I kind of got I kind of got two places, man, that I'm just kind of kind of on the fence where I think he's going to be at. Uh, first, now I, I think they're the number one uh, clear front runner now. I would have to say that that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with them coming out and saying they're going to basically give Brady whatever he wants, you know, however much money he wants to come to Tampa. And then the other one would be uh the law um uh the Raiders um at the new facility. You know he's cool with Dana White. Dana White. Dana White been selling him on Vegas. You know so. Uh, him and uh, I heard him and uh, John Gruden have a relationship, so I think the Raiders could be a landing spot either the Raiders or Tampa. I could see him going to either one of those teams, but could be wrong. But those are my two early picks to sign Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you too, man. I just been seeing a lot with the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. That's gonna be weird to say, but new stadium. New dynamic, uh, new city. The NFL's never been in Vegas, you know. Uh, beautiful new stadium, that silver and black, you know. John Gruden, like, the 
the recipe is there for Brady to come in and and and, and be be bigger than life in Las Vegas, man. But at the same time, I always result back to what is Tom Brady playing football for? He's playing football to win. He's playing football to win a Super Bowl. He's playing football to, to, to go deep into the plate. Like he's in this game to win. You're not 42 years old, still playing quarterback in the NFL with six championships to just be around for a new spot with the Raiders. <laughs> That's not what he's going to be here for. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, do I think he'll be a patron next year? I don't. I think he's out. I think we haven't seen any indications or signs for Tom Brady to be back in New England. So for me, I'm with Black. One of my teams is Tampa. Like, if you look at Tampa's team, oh, they, they loaded, man. Yeah. Like, they was knocking on the door trying to make the playoffs, you know. But Jameis just kept turning the ball over. Like, he went, what, 36 touchdowns for 36 interceptions, something crazy like that. Tom Brady ain't turned the ball over 36 times. No, he did. So Tom Brady could very well made that Tampa Bay team last year a 12-4 team last year. Could have mm-hmm. been. But do I think he signs with the Bucs? I got a hard time seeing him, seeing him with that Buccaneer on the side of his helmet. But the one team that no one is crazily not talk about is the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. Like, I can see him. Him being a uh, California I kid. Can, yeah, I can see him going out to Los Angeles. And being the Chargers quarterback for the next two years, that defense is ready to go. Yes, they are. If they are healthy, they are ready to go. And they got a high draft pick this year as well. If Keenan Allen can stay healthy, like, he's top five receiver in football. Mm-hmm. Like, those running backs, if, if they can keep going there and they just sign Eckler to extension, like, the offensive line is pretty good. Like, they're loaded, man. And and I and and in in Los Angeles, I could just see him in that uniform. Like I could see him there. So for me, it's so that's kind of like your dog horse. They your dog horse. Yeah, the Chargers. Okay, because okay. they really ain't been saying much. Even with the draft, you see they draft boys, and some boys got them taking a quarterback, but then some boys don't have them taking a quarterback. Yeah, I seen so, that. Phillip Rivers is gone. Most likely, Phillip Rivers will probably be with the Colts next year. That seems to be the favorable spot where he may be. That's where all signs are leading towards that Phillip Rivers may go sign a two-year deal with the Indianapolis Colts. So what are the Chargers to do? Like, I know for a fact that they're going to make a play on Brady. So that's just my, my opinion. Hopefully, by the time we get to next week's episode of Sports Desk, Tom Brady would have chosen the team, and we just dive right into it, man. But right now, we're only guessing. We're only speculating where he's going to be at. So um, we'll see. And, and, and that's going to open up a bigger question. If Tom Brady is playing for another team, then who the hell is the quarterback for the New England Patriots? Now, me and Black was talking yesterday, and, and, and Black, I'm going to let you tell the team, you know, tell our listeners, man, you know, what you read and what you've been hearing, man. Man, I've been hearing, man, if. Things doesn't work out with Brady, which we don't think they are here at the sports desk. We don't. I've been hearing and seeing mm. a few things that uh, Jameis Winston could be in play here mm. for the uh, for the New England Patriots. And you want to know something as a Jameis Winston fan, as a Florida State alum? I like this because I think he needs a coach like a Bill Belichick. Mm. And he needs an offensive-minded, you know, guy like uh, 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 Daniels. He needs Josh, 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 Daniels. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. He needs those type of things right now in his career from coming back from struggling, throwing so many picks and whatever was going on in Tampa with him. But I was telling D, like, 
bro, it would be so crazy. Like if he does go to New England and they find a way to win a freaking Super Bowl with Jameis, like how would that make Bill Belichick look? But <laughs> we already see him as the already. greatest he coach already, already yeah. but not to win with Brady. And get us another Super Bowl without Brady. What That'd does that say? You know what I'm saying? That'd but I've been hearing, it's been rumors that if things don't happen right with Brady, that Jameis may be in play in New England. And that'll be something, man. And I'm for it. Like, if Brady leaves and the Patriots can bring in Winston and Belichick and McDaniels can do something with uh with Winston. And, 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 and Winston's a good quarterback. He got all the physical attributes and everything. Like, he can be very productive in the National Football League. Everyone says the same thing about Jameis. He needs to settle down. Just settle down. You can see his play, man. And, you know, once the game slows down for him, I think Jameis will be okay. But we'll see how it goes. So um, the sports has to be covering all the free agent moves in the coming week, especially next week on our next episode, man. So y'all keep it locked here. Uh, with the sports that's talking about this NFL free agency, okay? So we're going to shoot out of the NFL, man. We're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about the UFC just for a second, man. So uh, like me and Black were saying yesterday, man, we, we uh, watched the uh, UFC uh, fight night on ESPN uh, yesterday, man. And it was just kind of just weird to see, man. And, and we had um, the, the fight was in Brazil, no fans. Uh, main event was Charles Oliveira getting a win over Kevin Lee, who was overweight uh, for that fight, and then came in and got choked out. So Charles Oliveira won his seventh straight fight against a game Kevin Lee. And I'm a fan of Kevin Lee's fighting skills. Like, he's a gamer, but, bro, like, that was bad yesterday. So not only did you get choked out, you was overweight as well. That's not a good look. Dana White, I'm not going to appreciate that. You know, you're trying to climb up being one of these great fighters, bro. And that was just a bad, bad look. But let's just talk about the event itself, Blad. Let's kind of, we kind of touched on a little bit to start the show. But just how did it feel watching that, man, with no fans? Well, it 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 was it was weird at first, you know, not seeing the fans or whatever. Even right. even my wife said she's like, "Oh my, it's no fans there." Yeah. When we was watching. She was like, "Wow, how are they doing that?" Yeah. I was like, "They doing it," you yeah. know. So, but it was entertaining though because we had good fights. Like yeah. they said, man, we never watched prelims, and it was some awesome prelim fights yep. on that card. Like mm-hmm. I mean, some good prelim fights. Yep. Yep. But man, like overall, man, I was I, I was cool with it, man. It. It didn't change nothing. I'm 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 a big UFC guy, so it, it didn't change my thoughts in any way with not being no fans there. I told D um, when we were sitting there watching, it's just like uh the contender series, like when they do stuff, it don't be no nobody fans, yeah. in the stands, it's just be the coaches and uh that's it on the side you hear talking. So that's exactly how it was on yesterday, man. But I en- I enjoyed it, man. It, it it wasn't boring at all to me. Yeah, man, the whole time I was watching it in my head, you know, boy, what? Like, it just, I was like, man, what, what is, boy, what? No one's there. Like, you're looking out to the audience, it's pitch black, you don't see anything, you just see, like they said, essential media and a couple of photographers and, 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 and uh, uh, people there for uh, emergencies and with the, you know, with health and stuff like that, it just, nothing, man, but. <laughs> <laughs> what we said, bro, they didn't even have the guys in the burgundy jackets. Right. In the ring. They didn't even have the They had these guys dudes. in uh, green, money green yeah. uh, collar shirts. Collar shirts. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. But the one thing about sports, once it really got going, do you? I didn't even remember that the fans weren't there while the fights was happening because you're so locked in on the contest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only time you really didn't 
the only time you really felt the fans not being there is when the fighters were walking out with their interests and then after the fight, um, you know, talking to uh, Michael Bisping and like you made fun of him earlier. He was like, everybody give him a round of applause or make some noise or something like that. And there was nobody there, you know, but all in all, man, you know, hopefully this is this isn't our reality with sports. But I'll tell you this and I probably can speak for every sports fan. If y'all can give us just that. We'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it until this thing gets under control, man. So it was weird to see, but, you know, uh, we would appreciate it for the event. That was the first major sporting event, you know, since everything got shut shut down uh, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dana White, you know, came out. And everybody had been wondering, like, hey, you know, what are we going to do? What, what What's the UFC going to do with these fights? Like, are they going to cancel the fights? You know, they're supposed to have a big fight in London this weekend. And apparently that main event has been canceled with Tyrone Woodley and Edwards. And, you know, Edwards is from uh, the United Kingdom. He's from London and he won't be able to fly over here to America uh, to fight because Dana White changed the venue um, and he's not going to be able to fight. So Dana said the fight has been canceled, but looks like Kobe Covington is trying to step in and fight the former welterweight champion Tyron Woodley on this car, whatever the UFC. I, b- I believe they're going to try to have it at their performance center in Nevada. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, sort of like what the WWE is doing. We'll get into that in a second. But if we can get a Woodley, uh, Kobe Covington fight next Saturday, sign me up, bro. No pay per view. Like, no pay per view. Oh, sign man. me up. Like Dana, <laughs> Dana White said, the fights will go on. Yeah, like they're gonna make the. the, the and I like that Dana's doing that, man. Yeah. You know, because I think Dana knows. You know, this like you said yesterday. You said that you made you made a perfect. You you gave a perfect answer for this. You know. UFC are going to gain a lot of more fans doing this. A lot more. You know, and, and Dana White, he's a smart, bi- he's a businessman. Yep. So he knows if everything else is off, why not let why not let the UFC be on TV? That way, those those things other people are, are missing, they're going to lock in on the UFC and gain more fans, you know, and that's just going to help the UFC moving forward. Absolutely, man. So the UFC is going to win because of this. I'm sure Dana... And the UFC team has taken all the proper uh, measures and everything to to assure the safety of the fighters and the staff and the people who are there. But um, if they could continue to do this, I know I'd appreciate it greatly to get a chance to see a live uh, sporting defendant. And it helps already that I'm actually, me and Black are actually MMA and UFC fans. So, um, you know, we're happy about that. All right. So, you know, we'll really see, uh, you know, what happens uh, with the UFC moving forward. All right, man. So we're going to transition. Like I like I said at the beginning of the show, this is not going to be your traditional uh, long show. Me and Black do have some things uh, planned uh, for future shows, as long as you know our sports are being uh, uh, compromised. But we definitely just want to you know get together and, and talk about this information and stories that are happening, you know, and still give it to you guys this week. But we're going to transition into the WWE. So like I have been saying, we're going to be playing some new, some some more. Theme music from some of the greats. You know, we have been praying the Bray Wyatt thing since our existence, you know, other <laughs> sports days. But I want to give love to some of the other great themes and great characters of our time. So last week we did Razor Ramon. I guess we're a little old black. Cause you know, yeah, we are. Some, cause some people really didn't grasp that. You know, they thought, you know, it was the Mick Foley uh joint coming over the crash of the yeah. car, but that was the Razor Ramon. Just a little old in wrestling, bro. Just we yeah, old we've wrestling been watching heads. We've been watching yeah. wrestling a long time. We've been watching a while. So I'm gonna play this 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 new thing theme music uh of this legend uh who's getting ready to do something at wrestlemania man i 
Yes, sir. So that's the legend, John Cena. All right. So I'm um, going to get into the WWE, man. Shout out John Cena. So before the UFC took place on Saturday, the WWE was up first. All right. They had an event, SmackDown, on Fox with no fans at the uh, Performance Center in Orlando, um, the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. And man, was it weird. <laughs> um, I turned on to it, man, and you got Michael Cole there, longtime announcer. And then you had Triple H, man. Triple H opened up the show beautifully, uh, saying we were doing this for the fans. This is for you at home, you know, to get your mind off whatever may be going on, stay safe and everything like that. And they came out with the show. And Triple H did commentary. He did commentary with uh, Michael Cole. And um, I'm sitting there watching it, man. I'm like, man, this is so crazy. Like, you're watching, like, these matches happen in the ring. You know, you got Jeff Hardy and, and King Corbin out there uh, competing in the match with no fans. And it's like, <laughs> you're hearing the mat smack. You're, 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 you're hearing the, the, the feet on the mat. Like, you're just hearing and seeing things that you never really paid attention to before because when the fans are in the building, the energy is so through the roof. You're just, you know, attracted to that. So I think all in all, it was a weird experience. They did have some, you know, some. they did have a good show. I like when they brought out Roman Reigns and did like the one-on-one with him, you know, about his uh, yeah, opportunity. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Yeah, about his opportunity to face uh, a Goldberg for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Um, and then in particularly, man, I, I, I liked very, very much uh, the John Cena, uh, Bray Wyatt, um, conversation that took place <laughs> at the end of the show like i didn't know what we were gonna get you know what i'm saying like when those two gentlemen walked out there and black did you have a chance to see a little bit of what took place with cena and uh uh wyatt uh, at the end of smackdown i didn't man i only what you what you told me i didn't get a chance to see it i uh -huh. meant to go watch it and i didn't but um from what i from what i seen uh pj <laughs> You know, uh, tweet that it was it was dope how they was doing everything with uh, Cena and uh, and uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, man, I just like John Cena came out, and then uh, you know Bray Wyatt interrupted them, and they just was having really having a conversation. I should have chopped up the clip, but I didn't think to do it. But pretty much Bray Wyatt was saying like, "You're the reason why my character, my first run broke." Like, you broke me down. Like, after our feud that we had the first time, I was almost non-existent. People stopped believing in me. Like, I wasn't given opportunity to chances because of you. Like, he's blaming John Cena for pretty much his demise on his first run, you know, with the Bray Wyatt character, man. And I was really, like, intrigued and entertained about, like, what he was doing. And John Cena was just sitting there, like, listening. It, it really felt like they was, like, having a closed-door meeting, you know, talking. And then Bray Wyatt, like, turned it on. And he was like, but The Fiend, like, put me back together. <laughs> the Fiend made me come alive. And he was like, you will not be able to stop this. You know what I'm saying? He was like, the whole reason for The Fiend is because of you. So he was, like, pouring in the scene and, like, you're the reason that I'm the way I am. And I was like blown away. I was like, yo, this is okay. I'm I'm into this. And then, you know, as SmackDown goes off the air with those two uh, you know, staring at each other, and you know, as it goes off the air, my phone goes off. It's a bleacher report. And they're letting me know that the government officials in Tampa Bay said 
most likely we're going to end up canceling WrestleMania because Vince McMahon and the WWE haven't come out and, and done anything about it. And if they don't do it in the next couple of days, then uh, we're going to just go ahead and cancel it in Tampa. You can't bring 70,000 people together right now. We just can't do that. And of course they can't. We know that. But we know Vinnie Mac. <laughs> Vince McMahon is about the dollar. Vince McMahon is about the show. Money, 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 money. Yes, sir. Like he's about it, bro. And I know Vince McMahon and WWE have something in place, man. And it'd be a travesty if WrestleMania is canceled. This is their Super Bowl. Yes, it is. This is the one time a year when everybody cares about wrestling for one night. Yeah. For one night, everybody is caring, man, about wrestling, man. And, and this is the opportunity of the year that Vince is not looking forward to giving up. But I know they're going to do something. These matches that they have in this car are great. From Reigns to Goldberg to Cena to The Fiend to, to, to Becky Lynch and, uh, uh, and uh, Shayna Blazer and Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Like, this thing is shaping up to be a fantastic card. And I know that they're not just going to let it go to waste. Like Vince McMahon and the WWE, they're going to do and come up with something. So, Black, you know, what are your sentiments on WrestleMania possibly being canceled this year? I don't want to hear that about WrestleMania, man. So I'm <laughs> going to go along the lines to say that it would get it would get rescheduled for a future date. Because uh, I just I, I like you said, bro, it's, this is their Super Bowl. Like, and to have WrestleMania canceled, you know, that'd be a big, you know, letdown for, for Vince and Triple H and those guys, man. And then, you know, as fans, you know, you you want to see WrestleMania, WrestleMania. You don't want it to be canceled. So I think that they will they will postpone it for now and then move it to a, a, a future date. Yeah, and I hope you're right. Um, but it's kind of like, what do you do? It's kind of like the NCAA tournament. Like, what do you do? You know, the WWE got shows booked up throughout the year. You got another pay-per-view coming in May. You got another pay-per-view coming in June. Like, what do you do? I'm sure they did not envision when they placed the title on Goldberg that this was going to happen. So now your championship, one of your, one of your big titles, Universal Strap, is around a part-time guy who was only supposed to be there for 30 days anyway. So what do you do, Vince McMahon? Like, what do y'all do? They, they, it's a lot going. John Cena is a movie star now. He's a megastar in Hollywood right now. He's only here for 30 days. That's crazy, John man. Cena is not here to have a full, long feud with Bray Wyatt. He's here to kick it with Bray Wyatt for 30 days. And now it's just a lot on the table they, they, that they have to figure out. And I believe they'll do something. I believe something will be done. Um, but... Even though they haven't announced it, and I know a lot of people are saying WrestleMania still might be on, it still might be on. Hey guys, 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 there's no way that 70,000 people are going to be able to come together with this thing going on with the coronavirus. It's just not going to happen. So we just got to sit back, wait, and see, you know, what comes about it, man. And, and um, hopefully it'll be something that we all can sit back watching and greatly uh, benefit from, man. So. Yeah, so black. So um, pretty much, man, that kind of wraps up like <laughs> our show today, man. We told y'all it wasn't going to be long, but we're, we're not going to get out of here just yet. I just want to kind of, you know, talk to black, like black, like sports, you know, being a part of our lives, man. Like us tuning into all the games, 
all the different sports from the football to the basketball to the boxing to the MMA. Like, are you prepared to go like months without nothing, bro? Nothing. Damn, I'm not, man. <laughs> I just got to keep it 100 with you, man. Like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> With this time, I'm sorry. Like I'm not a, I'm not the athlete. I'm not playing the games. Right, right, but I'm right. a fan. Oh yeah. Fans matter. Yeah. We matter too. Yeah, you know what matter, I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, I don't want to go uh, all the way to June or July without sports. Yeah. I don't want to go that long. Like we already have enough break when NBA, when NFL's over, then New NBA sports, comes, yes. then we yeah. lose NBA, and then we we get into Olympics every every four years. So, like. I don't want I don't want it to be gone. Like, no, I don't, man. Like, and if this was to happen, like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, man, like I I watch movies. I love movies, but I feel like I done watched enough movies over the last three days. <laughs> you know, so I'm ready to watch some sports, man. And like I need something. Like I sat down and watched the Earl Spence fight and uh Earl Spence and uh Porter. <laughs> Sean Porter fight, man. Like it was a live fight. Like, like it I enjoyed happen. it. Yeah. Like it didn't happen. Like, yeah. and I knew what was happening, but I'm going punch for punch, blow for blow. Like, oh, like I hadn't seen it, but man, like I'm excited. And then, like, even on YouTube, WWE putting out different footage of yeah, yeah, yeah. reruns, matches. I'm I'm watching uh, Undertaker and and uh, Triple H no holds bar match at WrestleMania. Like <laughs> it never happened. Like man, like we need sports. Real sports fans, we need sports in our lives. <laughs> yes, I, I I echo those sentiments. It's kind of like the first day was like, oh, all right, you know, and I still find myself like taking the remote and. Seeing what's on ESPN or what the score is of the NBA. I did that the first night. I think I was like, oh man, it ain't no basketball. It ain't no basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like last night was the perfect night. You know, I'm chilling at the crib. We usually get NBA Saturday night. No, no NBA Saturday night. You know, today, 3.30. Like the t- it's funny how you know the times of when games are supposed to be on. 3.30 mm-hmm. ABC. Today, we might should have had a game or 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 oh the selection show today. Like we didn't get none of that. Yeah. And now a lot is up in the air. We just got some news from the NBA. Woj is reporting like a lot of executives in the NBA really feel that the season may not pick back up until May or June. You know, it's March 16th. Oh, that's oh, crazy, what, what is man. It? It's March 15th. Like, what do you mean May or June? That's two, three months away. Yeah, like, man. We, no, like, what are we supposed <laughs> to do? Like Black said, like movies and WWE Network, like we're just trying to find different things. But I tell you what, in this space, I'm going to find something to gravitate to. <laughs> Some TV show. I might rewatch Game of Thrones. I might do something, bro. Like, do I might have to get something to get invested in, bro, because just this is, the, this is one of the best times of year in sports. The NBA is winding down. NCAA tournament is starting. Like, there's something every day. Yeah. We learn about new heroes in college basketball, new out-of-nowhere teams. You get a new superstar in college basketball. Like, we're not getting that this year. Yeah. You know, so now we're just out here spending money, being, oh, God it's knows crazy, it's crazy, man. man. It just feels so weird. And I want to say, man, shout out to uh, Papa Gary, man. Like, Yo, my pop, Papa Gary. he a big golf fan. He's a big golf fan. He was like, we was talking the other day. And he was like, son, man, they canceled the Masters. Yeah. This how you know this thing Crazy. is real when the Masters get uh, canceled. Like, because the Masters is Super Bowl a, of golf. a Super Bowl of golf. 
Just like WrestleMania is wrestling Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yep. And they canceled the Masters in its entirety. It will be no Masters played this year. It's canceled. So it's crazy, man, that this stuff is going on like everywhere. No NHL, no like baseball. no nothing. No baseball, no spring training. Like they not even they're not even going to have spring college football games this year because of this. They yep. canceled. Yep. It's no recruit. Recruiting is shut down because of this. Like everything is going on, unprecedented. Uh, transfer protocol stuff going on, dead. Shut down. It's nothing. Like it's it's everything that has to do with sports in some type of fashion Boy, is shut down. It's wild. It's wild. But we're first and foremost hoping for the best for our country, and we're hoping for the best for society. And like we open up the show with, hey guys, take care of yourselves. You know, listen to the information. Like I said, we're not no, we're not political. We're not none of that. This is just common sense for our society. Like wash your hands, be mindful of who you're around, talk to your children, as Black stated earlier. And you know, we'll get through this together. And like I said, we know the seriousness that's what's happening with everything right now, but we want our sports. We want our sports. So we're not apologizing for nothing that was said today, showing any type of passion about all of this stuff. We're not apologizing for none of that. But we also, for the fifth time this show, and I made a, a point of keep saying this, like, we understand what's going on. Yeah, and we're we not do. overlooking that Absolutely. at all. But at the same time, this is a sports show. This is what you guys tune in to listen to every single week. And we're still going to do our best to give you that passion and that energy that you guys keep coming back for. So in the future shows, me and Black, we'll be putting our heads together. We'll be talking some things uh, debate wise, you know, just give you a preview. We, Kevin Durant versus LeBron James. Is Durant better than LeBron? Michael Jordan. Why is Michael Jordan the GOAT? Tom Brady. Why is Tom Brady considered the best quarterback? Peyton Manning is better than him. Like, we're going to talk about these things that you guys talk about at home with your family members, talk about in the barbershop, you know, screaming and cursing and hollering when you see certain things. We're going to be talking about all that. And you want to know what I seen on Twitter? I can't remember who tweeted it, but I agree 100% with him. He said, man, what's going on today? How big would that? Uh, 10 part series for about the Bulls and oh, Michael man. Jordan would have been right now. Drop it now. How big would that would have been right now? They got to drop it now. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm sitting, I'm like, yeah, man, we could Perfect. use that right now. Perfect. That's a 10 part series. However long they spread it out, yeah. like, be because you know that's going to have everyone's attention. Yeah. Like, this would have been the perfect time to roll that out, but we know they're going to hold it till June. Yep. So, you know, it is what it is with that. Yeah, it is what it is. But, yeah, we're not going to hold you guys any longer, man. You know, we, you know, we came in here and just talked about all of the information and stories and everything that had took place this past week. But like I said, man, black gonna be putting our heads together and uh, we're going to be giving you guys, you know, some, some entertaining, worthy uh, content when it comes to these sports. So get ready for these great debate conversations, man. So we're going to try to get smooth in here, said in here, Freddie bricks in here, you know, and, and really get and have some real uh, passionate uh, conversations about a lot of these. Uh, I want to call them all sports myths. That are out there. <laughs> so, Black Man, you got anything else uh, for our listeners, man, before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Just, you know, piggyback what Deke said, man. We go, we got a lot of stuff we going to be doing, man, to take up this time of down, being down in sports. But, you know, other than that, man, just be safe. Make sure you spraying, disinfecting everything. Keep your hands clean, man. 
watching out for the kids, all your loved ones, man, and uh, just stay safe, man, and do the right things, man, while we're going through this coronavirus thing that's going on. Hopefully, we're praying that this thing passes and we can get back to everything being normal the way it was. But uh, just be safe and uh, watch everything that you're doing uh, in your surroundings and everything. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just a little bit more news before we get out of here. I guess another NBA exec has came out and told USA Today that he believes the season will continue on Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend, and that's late May. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's, my, that's my birthday weekend. Yeah, like, so, I mean, so like, that's, that's, that's some of That's the, crazy, man. So if, if, if this information is leaking out about the NBA, you know, that means that 30 day hiatus thing will be extended at some point, man. I guess it really depends on what's happening in our country. In the next few days, I got and, some more information here about the G League. The G League is heavily considering considering canceling their season. Um, the G League is a big deal for a lot of these young players, you know, trying to make a name for themselves and get an NBA contract. So it's like a trickle down effect, man. And we're seeing it all over the sports landscape, man. What you got, Black? Yeah, man. Um, it's it's crazy that we getting all this news, man. Like stuff is going on. Like uh, we understand the nature of it, though. You know, like we like we said, we said over and over again, we know what's important. But, yeah, man, just to see this going on in the world of sports, like this is something we have never seen before. Right. You know, and it's something new. So, you know, just <laughs> just be patient with us, man. We're going to get this stuff rolling. Like D said, we're going to get these debates together and yeah. have y'all locked in on this, yeah, man. Sports is like, going to be straight. We're going to be good, man, to have y'all entertained and locked in on listening to some good content when it comes to sports. Yes, sir. All right, man. So one more time, I'm your boy Deja L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists, man. Appreciate y'all listening to the show. You can catch us on the Reduce Lunch Sports page on Instagram, and you can catch me directly at Deja Hicks Jr. on Twitter and Instagram. Black, where can they find you? Thank y'all. And it's your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists. You can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackENL3. Y'all hit me up, man, so we can talk some sports. Yes, sir. So we're going to play the greatest drop and the greatest video of all time. And then we're going to get out of your guys' hair. So y'all be safe out there. And we'll see y'all and talk to y'all next week. What did you think about What you? I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. Everybody out there know I beat him. I controlled the fight. He was missing. I hit him clean more times. I beat him. You averaged eight punches. Less than eight punches was the most punches that you had in the round, and it seemed as though you couldn't get it close enough. Like, it already sounded like you was against me. So I already ain't, I already, I already ain't got a fair shake talking to you. But let me talk something. Let me let y'all know. I want to thank the whole hood who came out here. I love y'all. I did this for the hood. Y'all know I beat that boy. Y'all know I beat that boy. They trying to, what they trying to do is they trying to get that money again with Pacquiao and um, Floyd. But it's cool. I ain't worrying about it. I'm still that nigga, man. I'm on top. Cincinnati, stand up. West side. Two, five. You're three, three, and one in your last seven fights. What will you do next? Hey, I'm three, three, and one in my last seven, but I'll be seven, no against you. <laughs> hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk. It's reduced lunch sports. Hey, you heard a new episode from the sports desk, bro? Man, turn that other show off, bro. The following announcement has been paid for. At the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Bruh, listen to me right now.